0: Hey, hey, friends, we are back for another episode here on the intentional mom life with Jesus podcast. And today I'm bringing in a special guest, Natasha Kennedy. She is a homeschooling mama of four, and we are talking about creativity as she's also an illustrator for the fat cat book series. We're talking about routine and structure. We're talking about catechism. We're talking about using creativity to help our kids fall in love with Jesus and so much more. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you. And you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star robertson Jesus Freak, Mom Blessed by Adoption, Wife, wonderluster, and your Intentional Living and Biblical Mindset Coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. All right, here we are with Natasha Kennedy. She is a freelance illustrator from Seattle, Washington. She and her husband, Lindsay, have four children and a kitty named Tiny. Natasha, I'm so excited to chat with you today. Uh, I know I've received a couple of your books and I am just blown away uh, with the artwork that you create in them. And so I'm, I'm excited to dig into that to talk about Um, all the different topics that we have to discuss, but do you want to add anything more to that bio? Tell us a little bit about your family, your motherhood or what it's like
1: living in Seattle, all that fun stuff. Thanks so much for having me on here, Sasha. This is really an honor. Um, yeah, we, we live in Seattle. We, um, are a family that loves a quiet home life. Um, I am a homeschooling mom, so we spend a lot of time at home or going to parks, Uh, It's a great environment to be an illustrator because um, after school, we can all kind of cuddle on the couch and the kids love watching me draw. And it's just kind of one of those, you know, when it's not insane and crazy, kind of like one of those dream lives where you're like, yeah, this is the life I wanted to live. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I love it. So what do you use to draw?
0: Like an iPad and Procreate and Apple Pencil or...
1: Yeah, you you named it exactly. I have okay. fallen in love with those things. <laughs> it's so great. It's crazy how much artwork you can get done and how fast. So yeah.
0: Right. I love it. I I got an iPad. I think it was a couple of years ago for my birthday. My husband bought it because he knew I was just like doing so much content creation, you know, and yeah, graphic design and whatever um, for my business and things. And he bought it with an apple pencil and i was like yay i was so excited and then <laughs> i i saw on tiktok somebody's like doing procreate stuff and i was like i need this and i have a niece that's almost 14 and she loves to draw and so she has procreate and the apple pencil nice. and it's it's just so cool that we have these tools that help us create such yeah. beautiful stuff and so same thing what you were saying i will sit there on the couch with my husband watching a movie or whatever and just create stickers or whatever, you know, create artwork and create or different apps. And then I can print them or get it printed and sell it. And it's so cool
1: to be creative. I love being creative. Yeah. Every time I get uh, a fellow mom coming up telling me like my kids obsessed with art, like, what do you recommend? Every time I'm like, I know it's a lot, but get them an iPad and a pencil because it's ridiculous how much you can learn on there. Um, It's really great.
0: Yeah. And it's crazy how much kids can learn like on electronics too. Like my son's only three and a half and the stuff he knows how to do is on, I bought him his own iPad because he was always trying to hog mine. And I'm like, we don't do yeah. screen
1: time all the time, but like they learn so quickly when they're younger. Yeah. yeah. And it's like a digital age, you know, it's part of their education. I I'm like, yeah, I. Every once in a while, my my seven year old will bring me their iPad and show me these like animations that they've been making in Procreate. I'm like, how do you how did you figure out how to do this? This is insane, you know? Wow. So <laughs>
0: yeah, and you're like, I spend most of my life in this app, and you know how to do yeah. stuff. I don't even know how. I know it's so true. That's yeah. incredible. So I love that you're a homeschooling mom of four, but you have time to pursue this passion and this joy of creating and illustrating. And so other than, you know, being able to create quickly while, you know, cuddling on the couch, watching a movie, like, how do you make time and space to pursue this passion being a busy homeschooling mom of four?
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, honestly, like rhythm and routine and structure is really the only way that I've been able to make it work. Um, And it's just kind of been like a bit of a a saving grace for me in this this season anyway. Um, But just managing to, if if I stay on my routine, if I stay on our homeschooling hours and, you know, making sure I do everything when I said I would do them, I I end up having a good several hours um, every afternoon that I'm able to do art. It comes in waves though, like wh- whether or not I'm I'm working on a book contract or not. I, I tend to take a month or two break between books, just because sometimes it can be kind of intense, like how many hours I'm putting in towards art. But um, but yeah, I would definitely say uh, structure and and just saying no to a lot of things and keeping keeping my margins clear so that I'm not burning myself out. It's kind of like. I know those are like those kind of basic things for for life but it's really how I've managed to make it work um but it definitely it definitely comes in waves and some sometimes I'm really productive and and sometimes I'm not so <laughs> right you know well I'm just yes and
0: amen over here because everything you said I'm like those are <laughs> like you said they're basic and simple things but I think they're they're things that we can easily get caught up in not doing like not saying no to things that don't matter and yeah. Yeah. rhythm and routine well, and structure can be difficult for a lot of people but once we learn it and start doing
1: it, then that's when it becomes that rhythm and routine really exactly um, yeah it used to feel like such a threat to me routine and and mm-hmm. um structure because I'm such a free spirit like I just want to feel out the day and and see what I want to do you know like that's my natural instinct but um but actually like kind of like adopting more liturgy in my life. I'm like, no, this is good. I can still be a free thinker and have structure.
0: <laughs> yes. ah, So good. I know that's going to reach the hearts of a lot of the women that I talk to and, and probably a lot of the women listening to this podcast. So I love it. Um, So I want to ask you a question because I know um, a lot of the books that you've illustrated have to do with this. So could you briefly tell us like what is catechism
1: yeah that is a great question and i literally every time i'm about to do a, a podcast interview i ask it again because i'm like do i have this right because everyone seems to have a different definition for it um you know yeah i asked my husband like right before I I'm like, how would you define catechism you know because <laughs> yeah it, it, everyone uses that word differently but i if i could boil it down i would say um that catechism is basically like the foundations of our faith um learning the foundations of our faith a lot of the time through questions and answering um but I kind of think of it as like capital C catechism and lowercase C catechism so capital case capital K uppercase C catechism would be um what my editor who kind of like oversees the fat cat series he calls like the original catechism that um, the Christian faith has been following kind of the oldest running catechism would be the Lord's Prayer. The Apostles' Creed and Ten Commandments; um, these being the foundations of our faith um, that you, that you recite. Um, I love the description of it being like children wearing clothes that are too big for them that they're going to grow into. Where uh, you're giving kids words that maybe they don't even understand yet, but they grow into, mm. um, and that it it's so formative. So it's the foundations of your faith that form you words that you could give children even before and adults, um, even before you understand them, they're words that you grow into. So so if you ask me, what's catechism, you know, kind of uppercase C, I would say Apostles Creed, Lord's Prayer, Ten Commandments, um, which are kind of three of the fat cat books that we're doing. Um, And then lowercase C is how a lot of people would talk about it is the kind of question and answer system of teaching children their faith. You know, different denominations will have different different catechisms for what they believe. And it's that kind of question and answer, teaching someone the questions and answers to something before they understand them um, as a way of, of building. Yeah. Building the foundations of your faith. It's kind of how I try to describe it.
0: I love that, that description and that definition, because it helps me understand. Uh, I think when I hear the word catechism, I initially think of like the Catholic Church and like my husband grew up in the Catholic church and that's it. I was like, what's what's catechism? And he said, I don't know. I didn't go to catechism. And it was like yeah. some 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 like class that you did or, you know, whatever yeah. else. And so I was I was so confused. And I'm like, okay, I need to look into this and learn a little bit more. Um, but I had another lady on the podcast, um, Deborah, actually, let me see if I can pull it up. I like to reference uh, older podcast Mm. episodes in current ones. So Deb Smith, it was episode 55, and she talked about discipling our children with and through authentic relationships. And so um, I love that. And that might be a great episode. If you're listening to this one, you might really enjoy that one, too. But um, the Catechism. So the capital C, you're talking about the Apostles' Creed, the Ten Commandments, and the Lord's Prayer. You mentioned the fat cat books. Let's talk about those briefly. Cause I know that's your main illustrating kind of long-term project right now. It's multiple different books. So what, what of those three are all three of those books already out or some still to come? Do you want to tell us a little bit about that whole series?
1: Sure. Um, so apostles creed was the first one we did. Um, Lexham press that's the publisher that, that does these works and they're really focused on, um, church, uh, tradition and and history and kind of reconnecting back to our roots in the faith. And so they brought out these Christian essential books for adults, these kind of little pocket-sized books. They're incredible. (laughs) I couldn't like plug them enough, even though it's not my job. But um, so Ben Myers, he wrote the one on Apostles' Creed for adults. And so we, so my editor kind of got him to write the, uh, the children's book version. So that's the first one we did. And his his questions and his writing is incredible. I love that book so much. So that kind of launched the series. Um, And then we next did the Lord's prayer with Harold St. Beal, who is kind of a legendary pastor of pastors, Um, incredible man. And so he did the, the kind of commentary text, not commentary, but, you know, the kind of long form text uh, for the Lord's prayer children's book that we did. Um, Ten Commandments is actually the one I just finished the last page yesterday. So it's the wow. current project that I'm illustrating.
0: Okay. Um,
1: it's been so fun and definitely the hardest one yet because it's the Ten Commandments, but illustrated through Jesus' life. <laughs> so um, there, it was tricky, but it's, it's going to be really cool. I'm really excited. And then we've done two other kind of side project fat cat books that are more Uh, holy day related. So there's an Easter one and a Christmas one.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I have the Lord's prayer and I have the Christmas one. And I love the Lord's prayer because like you're saying, like it's a foundation of faith. Like it's super important that we know that we have this big, like framed, I say artwork, but really it's just text. It's just the Lord's prayer, Um, but it's beautiful. And so that's in our living room. And I think it's so incredibly important to know. And I really appreciated the book, not just for all all the artwork in it, but like you're saying, kind of that long form of just like coming to a better understanding about it and, and sharing with our kids. I want to go back just a minute. You're talking about these like clothes that are too big for them. We sing to our son who's three and a half now, but we've been singing since he was a baby, um, Lord, I need you that song. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're familiar with, it. I don't even know. Yeah. I, I think maybe Matthew West or someone is a, I probably am totally wrong here, the artist. Um, mm-hmm. but like my son, he's learned to sing, you know, good parts of it, a uh, good chunks of it. And he sings like righteousness and stuff like that. And I'm like, he doesn't even know what he's saying is like a thought that I've had before. Yeah. But like you're saying, like, he's going to know that and it's going to be neurologically ingrained and he's going to grow up with that. And he already has that to hold on to. And when he understands what righteousness is, it can mean even more. And so I just think about that when I think about the Lord's prayer too, like he doesn't understand yet, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean he can't, like they're little sponges, you know, he can't still grab a hold of that. And then the Christmas one, we got it just before Christmas, I think was when, um, when I received it in the mail and I was like, just fell in love. And so we read it all the time and my son loves it. And it's just such good truths to remember in there. And so, um, I'm super excited about this 10 commandments one, because again, just another another foundation of faith. And I honestly, I don't know the apostle's creed very well. So maybe I should snag that one too. I didn't either.
1: I literally learned it as I was illustrating (laughs) (laughs) it.
0: I love that. So speaking of that, um, well, we'll circle back around to the other book that we didn't mention at just this moment, but you <laughs> did mention. Um, and talking about, like, you learned it while cre- while illustrating it, right, and going through and creating that. And I know that was one of the things that we were going to talk about was just the role that visuals could play in helping teach your children catechism and and why it's important to teach your children biblical principles, even from a young age. So do you want to touch yeah. on... Those a little bit,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think any parent listening to this podcast will, can amen to the fact that visuals just change everything for a child. There's a certain part of their brain and their memory that, that just connects with a with beauty and with um, humor, with facial expressions. I this is like an odd side note, but like I specifically draw my humans with the whites of their eyes and a black pupil because there's something about that, that children really just connect with. Um, And so when, when, when learning, you know, as a homeschool mom, it's like, you just know when you introduce anything tactical or anything physical or anything visual, they just learn and remember things on such a different level and it activates emotions, um, which is just such a huge part of learning. It's not just about head knowledge, but about connecting emotionally with things. And, and I like to, kind of a dorky way of putting it but I like to say like actually falling in love with what they're learning. I mean falling in love with Jesus and um our faith is just so huge when you're young. Um recently I asked my my oldest daughter um what she liked best about the Fat Cat books and I was just like moved to tears because she was like I just really love jesus faces and the faces that he makes and she pointed to like specific pictures of him where he was looking compassionate and loving and i was just like man that the fact that my kids aren't just connecting with the words of like the knowledge like okay yes jesus is the son of god you know it's like that's not just what they're connecting with they're connecting with jesus the son of god is compassionate and he loves me and he thinks it's like he's a warm person and it's um and the visuals are helping them connect with that so I take I take my job very seriously because and and like was like fear and trembling because I'm like wow I'm I'm bringing visuals to children um about their lord and savior that that they'll take with them. Like there's just pictures from my childhood that I still think of, you know, when I'm envisioning like praying to Jesus and stuff. So so yeah, it's it's really cool to illustrate um the foundations of our faith because I'm giving pictures to ideas that are actually hard to grasp. I mean, you know, in the Apostles' Creed book, there's like, oh, and he will come again to judge the living and the dead. It's like, oh my goodness, what do you draw there? You know, or the invisible God, you know. Um but with pictures, these things don't have to be so, so far away, so hard to grasp for kids. Right. Wow. How do
0: you, you're like, well, what do I draw for that? Like, how do you come to an answer on a question yeah. like that? Like, <laughs> I, mean, lot, very, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I, I would say a team is a huge part of it. I One of the great things about Lexum Press, uh, it's really kind of like a nerdy scholar world that loves bringing like those treasures to God's people and so there's definitely like you know there's people where that I can write to and be like hey uh what who was it, who's allowed in the, this section of the temple cuz you know I'm like I'm drawing 12-year-old Jesus and his parents finding him there like what is Mary allowed to be in the inner like which part of the temple am I in so on that level you know I get help right. but um kind of more on a kind of big picture level um my editor He's really, really awesome and knowledgeable. Um, and a few others on our team, we work together to kind of pull, um, at the back of every fat cat book, you'll find there's the, the Bible passages that we used to as reference for the page. And we're pulling from old Testament, new Testament. So in terms of me figuring out what to draw, I have a team that helps me like like kind of nailed down like okay this is the biblical scene we're going to draw and here's the focuses that we want and then it's kind of up to me to figure out you know placement and mood and um artistic direction so the team's really helpful yeah i would definitely say that
0: wow super cool it's a whole world i feel i know that i know nothing about right yeah. <laughs> um i like to be creative but i would not describe myself as an artist and so um
1: i think that's such a beautiful i'm thing. sure it's, you could it's that's so- a very broad <laughs> It's a very broad term, Don't right? Sell yourself short. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, well, thank you. I love that. So a team, I think, it, I think that even just really enforces this other like biblical foundation really of fellowship yeah. and yeah. being in relationship with others. And just the importance of not like, sh- like gripping and striving to go out and, and do it on your own. So very, very cool. Um, Tell us a little bit about the most recent Fat Cat book that just came out. Yeah, so
1: Easter just released. um, Yeah, it just released a couple weeks ago. We wanted it to come out in time for Lent. Um, I'm really excited about this book. Artistically, it's probably my favorite I'll probably always say that for every new book (laughs) because my my art obviously gets better the more you draw, but artistically, it's one of my, it's one of my favorite ones that I've done. Um, So it kind of, it's, it's more simple. So it's great for kids who are like, you know, toddlers to, you know, older kids, it's got kind of a wide, wide range, but the, the formula is, is um, Jesus seeking and saving the lost. And so you're kind of walking throughout the life of Jesus and each, uh, two-page spread, um, there's a specific person from, uh, you know, the story of Jesus' life that he's seeking a saving. So, you know, the first one is, like, baby Jesus in the manger, and you have Mary holding him, and and he's reaching out and touching her face, and it says, um, did the king of Easter find and save Mary? Yes, he did. So there's kind of the call and response, like, did he find and save this person? Yes, he did. Um, and so you have Mary, you have Simeon, um you know, blessing him at the temple. You have uh, Bartimaeus receiving his sight, Zacchaeus in the tree. Um, and with each spread, the character that he saved kind of joins along and helps Jesus find all the other people. So the page the pages get more and more crowded because people are joining along and watching as uh, as Jesus is saving people. It goes through the crucifixion with uh, the Centurion. Calling him Lord, and you have, um, you know, Mary at the tomb. You have the Emmaus friends on the road. So it gets more and more and more. You, you even have Paul, uh, Saul's conversion. Um, and at the end, there's kind of this like banquet feast. Um, and yeah, kind of bring bring together that idea of all of us like the communion of saints. Um, and, and just Jesus saving a wide variety of people, you know, including the thief on the cross. So it's, it's very precious to my heart. Um, really cool book to introduce to kids.
0: Cool. I was like, Oh, I didn't realize that. I just found out this morning (laughs) you guys had had the Easter book. So I'm like, okay, I want to look into that now. Um, and I pulled it up just before we, uh, hit record on here too. And so, um where can people find these books and go shop for them? Where can people find you and connect? Maybe they're
1: authors themselves that want an illustrator or whatever else. Yeah, you can definitely find the books anywhere where you get books. Um <laughs> obviously lexempress.com, Amazon is an easy one. Um And yeah, my social media handle is just Natasha Kennedy, but a U instead of a Y at the end. So Natasha Kennedy, um, it was originally a typo that just kind of stuck around. (laughs) Um, So you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, wherever. Um, Yeah. Yeah, they're really, really great books. I can't sing their praises enough, even though I (laughs) even though I drew them. I just love them. Right. Yeah, I agree. It's
0: absolutely beautiful artwork. It's it's stunning to look at and and I agree with what you were saying. Just about the visuals and the facial expressions and like you open it up and you read the page, but then you can spend like minutes just sitting there staring at it and and taking it all in. So, super cool. I love that you've done this. I'll definitely include the link for Lexum Press and um, Instagram and Twitter for Natasha in the show notes here. And, uh, yeah, anything else you want to leave the listeners with today, whether it's about the books or motherhood or, Mm. um,
1: Jesus or (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Well, I mean, this is a podcast for, for mothers. So I would just say, um, you're doing an amazing job already by being intentional about bringing Jesus to your children is impossible to do this perfectly. That is something I'm learning this year. I've I've been facing a lot of intense health struggles and I've had to realize like, I can't give my kids everything I want. Um, But one of the comforts about, you know, like forget the fat cat books. One of the comforts about the Lord's prayer, you know, just, let's just zoom in on the Lord's prayer for a second. By praying that with my kids every day, I'm giving them something that's bigger than myself, that's richer than myself. Um, I don't have to do this perfectly. I don't have to be the perfect mom, but I'm giving them a treasure that will be with them forever. So um, those little moments that you have to give your kids, that is going to live on forever. um, But you're doing a great job. (laughs) I feel like I always have to say that to all moms. You're doing amazing just by trying to love on your kids.
0: I love it. What a great way to leave this episode. Thank you so much, Natasha, for being here with us, for sharing. For certain, check out some of these fat cat books, you guys. The links are going to be in the show notes, so you can go there uh, and check some of them out. Like I said, the artwork is beautiful. Natasha did a fantastic job. And what a treasure that we could leave our kids by sharing these things with them. The Lord's Prayer and the Apostles' Creed and Ten Commandments coming soon. I can't wait for that one. Is there any, I guess this last question, is there any um, expectation for when the Ten Commandments one might come out? Uh, This time next year. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So basically in time for next Easter. That'll be Ten Commandments. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I hope you have an amazing day, Natasha. And thank you to the listeners. I hope you have a blessed day as well. Thank you so much. I hope this episode blessed you today and if it has do not hesitate to share it with a friend or share it on your socials You never know who else would benefit from this episode Also, I would love more than anything if you would scroll down and leave me a five-star and written review right here on apple Podcasts. I read every single one of them and they mean so much to me And if you're not already don't hesitate to jump into the intentional mom life with jesus community Where we'll continue talking about this episode and more